Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, traders. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, should you have multiple trading accounts? And we're going to talk about the pros and cons of whatever decision you want to make. We're also going to talk about capital partitioning. So if you haven't heard that term before, make sure you listen up. Now, today's podcast comes from a recording from a video series we have on YouTube called The Trader Coffee Break. This is where Jason Greystone and myself get together and just have a little bit of water cooler talk about what's happening in the markets. If you want to catch it live and be part of the discussion, join in every Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. New York, 3 p.m. UK. Just YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and you won't miss the next time we go live. Today, we're going to be talking about multiple trading accounts right yes we are it's a cool cool subject i'm glad you brought it up because it was something that was uh it was on the mind um the other day after a conversation i had with uh with someone so i'm like that works perfectly that's something that we haven't discussed on this channel yet no and it might be the same person that messaged me and asked me my advice on multiple trading accounts and i actually said look we'll just dedicate the session or the conversation this week to that and i think it is an important one it would be a valuable one it's not something you really hear many people talking about but of course there are pros and cons to having multiple trading accounts and what we're talking about before we get stuck into it is literally having physical trade separate trading accounts where you're funding capital into or funding an account with capital and then you're opening another account funding that account with extra different capital and then you're trading different styles or maybe you're just doing it for diversification whatever it might be but you're literally trading two separate accounts and if you're listening i'm thinking well why the hell uh would i want to do that well that's why this discussion is going to be really valuable to you so i don't know where to start maybe start off by talking about what why people might want to do it i guess the pros yeah so i'm a big fan of of separation in general now you can there's separation to a point where it causes confusion but even like in basic personal finance right if you're putting your money into different places where maybe you have money set aside for investments for savings for rainy day for vacation i think it's a lot easier for a lot of people because most of us aren't financially disciplined out there no i think it's easier to have it in different places i know growing up in the past i i you know long time ago when i first started kind of you know having different categories for my savings i you know i started you know when one would go low like my spending money would go low i start dipping in the savings or dipping in the investments and you get into the whole thing like oh you know i'll just just put it back when the next paycheck comes in and and it's all over the place so i I think in general if, if you want to 
have your money and, be, and, and dedicate yourself to putting money in different places for different reasons. I think having that separation makes it a lot easier. Same mm. thing with, I know you've talked before about kind of the, um, kind of the, the automatic investing in a sense where, you know, instead of getting your full paycheck and separating it, separating it yourself, you have it go, you know, your paycheck goes directly into this account or this portion goes directly into that account yeah. and you don't have to be that middleman. So it takes that responsibility away. Um, so yeah. I think as far as if someone wants to have money in separate accounts for separate reasons, just in a, in a, a general purpose, not just particular to trading, um, doing so will help you become more disciplined because now you have mm -hmm. to go over here to use that for whatever it is. You have to go over there and use it for whatever it is. And it, it eliminates that kind of temptation to overlap and pull one from this to pay for something in the other. So yeah. I think that's a benefit outside of trading. What would you say is one of the pros? I'd say one of, the pros, one of the pros in trading would be not missing opportunities. So you could trade separate strategies on separate accounts, or you may have a swing trading account and, uh, you know, an intraday account where you're not missing because because if you've got a swing trade on uh, and it's a longer term move that you're looking for there may be some intermediate moves that take place that you can't involve yourself in because you're in that longer term uh trade which means you're missing out on opportunity to make money and uh by separating your accounts and going right i'm going to trade this system on that account and this system on that account allows you to um to take advantage of both of those opportunities, I guess that's probably one of the biggest pros, I think. Yeah, I've got a story about them. I'm sure I've shared it before here or somewhere, but I used to trade everything in one account. So I used to have two different trading kind of businesses, right? I look at different traders, trading strategies in my business. So I, I was a day trader, which was supposed to be one business. I was a swing trader, which was supposed to be another business, but I had all the money in the same account. I just, you know, mm -hmm. I have an Excel spreadsheet and I keep track of what was meant for what, what was meant for the other. It wasn't the greatest way to do it at all. But this is before I knew about separation or thought about separation. And the turning point for me was, you know, I had the same portfolio for both strategies as well. So the same portfolio of pairs that I did for my swing trading, I was looking at it for my day trade. And I ran into a trade, I think it was on Aussie dollar or Aussie Canada. Um, from a swing trading perspective, it was like a four hour slash daily type of trade. And the market was consolidating. I was looking for a specific move and I got involved. And long story short, so that swing trade took about, gosh, I think I was in it for almost about a month. Right. Um, and the funny thing was I was running my live room and while the market was kind of going up and down each and every day, my swing trading account where you're up 100 pips, you're down 100 pips, you're up 100 pips, that kind of consolidative yo-yo. We had two weeks of like straight patterns on the lower time frames. We're in the live trading room and we're just like pattern this, pattern that, and all that consolidation, right, was making the traders in the live room so much money. So we're all excited. And then I realized, right, guess who couldn't take any of those lower time frame yeah. patterns? Me, right? Because all of my money was tied up in the swing trading account. So I missed out on about, I think it was about 200 pips of uh, of profit on the lower time frame because my money was tied up in this higher time frame trade, which ended up losing anyway. And that opportunity cost, the, the fact that I had to miss out on good trades and, you know, good trades don't come too often. Mm. That was kind of the, the last straw that said, wait a minute, this is not very smart. Like I'm sacrificing this because of that. Um, it needs to be, if you're going to treat them as separate businesses, they need to be 
looked at as fully separated. Um, yeah. So that is a, I love the point that you brought up. I, I've experienced that firsthand. It was very hurtful and painful. Um, but those are the lessons that you typically act off. Of. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. that's a, a what about, um, what about hedging? Cause in the, in the U S I know you're not allowed to hedge, um, which essentially means placing an order to basically buy and sell at the same time. Um, can you have two separate accounts and buy in one, sell in the other? You know what? If, if, if you have, if you have two completely separate accounts, um, yeah, you can. If, yes, if, if everything's tied up in one, you can't because once your orders are on, they're, they're on and you just stop yourself out of your position. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Um, where if you wanted to hedge, right, having that separation allows you to do it because yeah. there's, there's no type of contradiction there. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, a, very, that's yeah. a very good point. I, never, I didn't even think about that. So, so in the UK, I don't think that's a problem because you, you can hedge, but in the, in the US, you can't. So that's, a, that's another pro um i know there's also some people that like to um use a form of it's called capital partitioning and what you essentially do is let's just say your account is a hundred grand just to keep the numbers simple if you're on a real winning streak and you're doing really well what you do is is you essentially still keep the same position size, but you siphon off half of your account into another trading account, but you keep trading as if the amount was still the same. Now, some people do this with their strategies when they know, uh, you know, what their amount, maximum allowable drawdown is and all the rest of it, but they, they're essentially doubling their position size and siphoning half into another account and trading that a certain way. Now, that's quite complex and it requires you to have certain strategies that allow you to do that but capital partitioning if you go and google capital partitioning you'll uh you'll see what i'm talking about there um it's a bit much to go into over a coffee but it's uh it's definitely another pro um can't think of any pros if you're if you're watching this let us know in the in the chat if you can think of any other benefits to having separate trading accounts capitalization risk correlation risk i guess if you want to mm. you know things like that hedging um not missing missed opportunity all those kind of things the downsides obviously the first one that i can think of is account growth acceleration Right. Yeah, that has to be the most obvious because if you've got a hundred grand in one account, of course, if you're going to get ten percent on that, that's ten grand. But if you've got it split into different accounts, and now the performance is across two different accounts, depending on the systems, you may not be able to grow that capital as quickly as you could if it was all in one lump sum. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> go on, Akil. Sorry. Oh no no no! I was, I was gonna say yeah that that that's that the biggest one that came to my mind was that if you're you're splitting your available capital to invest and if you're doing it the smart way your your position size your is going to be split because of that as well now you know that's a yeah another hit or miss about people paying attention to position sizes we talked about that last week but yeah it, it's going to have an effect on your overall account growth and yeah it's kind of the same dilemma where it's like um you know people that trade multiple strategies or maybe like they trade an extremely big portfolio where it's that balance between performance mm -hmm. and frequency where it's like you know 
if you trade a 20 pair portfolio, you get excited because you're like, hey, I have 20 different pairs and, and the frequency will rise. But the risk you can take on each of those individual pairs is smaller because yep. the overall risk is bigger. Versus if you have a four pair portfolio, you can really dive in and aggressively trade it. Yeah. Frequency is going to be lower. There's, I guess there's less diversification, but you know, if, if they're really high performing pairs, right, it's going to do a, a massive boost to your equity curve. So that's an interesting balance. And yeah, that's the, the biggest con to think about. Um, I guess a solution, well, what would be, I, I guess, what, what would be your advice to traders on making that decision? Is that something we want to save till the end and, and, and deal with some more cons first? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, let, let's have another, another con would be um, the complexity. So you're going to have to manage two positions, right? That's going to cause you to devote more time, potentially. Um, it adds another element of error, potentially, because mm -hmm. your, your focus is divided between two, um, two accounts. Uh, another pro, which I thought of might be if you're developing systems and you want to fund an account, just a small account, and maybe you're building an automation or an ATM and you just want to test the water to micromanage, see how it performs in real time with real money. Uh, you can do that and set up another account without that kind of, without worrying about it being, you know, too much capital in there or all the rest of it. Maybe you want to siphon off a bit of your trading allocation just to test a little account like that and having a multiple account would be what you need to do that. Um, you know what? That brings up two things. And I don't, I don't know if this is a pro or a con. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, but so when I, when I, before I, you know, when I had two accounts with the same person um, or same brokerage or whatever like that, um, the accounts were just, you know, the, it's an account number that you get. So it's like NTO7753, NTO55, whatever like that. And I was trading both swing trading and day trading off the same account or off the, off the multiple accounts. I would often get confused about which was which, and especially not as much in the swing trading environment, but in the day trading environment where everything is a million miles per hour and you're rushing to get into yeah. a move before you miss it. There were plenty of times when I would execute a trade in the wrong account and then like stop myself out by accident thinking it was a different account so again i don't know if that's a, a pro or a con but that's something you need to be aware of um something that just came to mind off of what you mentioned and i don't know if this was in a market wizards book or if this was a trader i spoke to um so we know that psychological discomfort causes a lot of errors in trading yeah um and Something is interesting in this, right? So we, we always have, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of FOMO. Like a lot of traders don't have patience. Like they want to trade all the time. We yeah. had a good conversation in the live room today about intuition, right? We were dealing with a trader who didn't really have solid rules. And he's like, yeah, but I believe, I think, I feel when I see this, I think it's going to do that. I'm like, you can't trade it. I'm like, you can't trade it. Like we can work on developing rules for it, but you can't trade it because you don't, you don't have a reason for what it is. Um, but there's always that need, desire to fill that void. And for if, if you're disciplined, you, you deal with it and yep. you take the right steps to approach it. If not, you eventually give into it. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing a story of a trader who had a main account for trading. And then he had a side account, just like some fun money, maybe like, you know, let's say a couple thousand. You got $1,000 in one account. Your main account has, you know, 10000 or like that. And what he would do is when he... When the markets were either dry and there was nothing to trade or like when he saw a setup that wasn't technically in his plan, but like he wanted to do it, 
he would do those bad things in the side account right in, instead of his main account and it seems dumb to a lot of people like well why would you waste money but like if, if it's in that side account and it's small money like he's fulfilling that need to break his rules and, and do whatever mm. um and he's not doing it in his main account right it's the same kind of concept as like you know pay yourself first Whereas yeah. like, if you're going to give yourself fun money and budgeting, right, right, give yourself a certain amount first, right? That's your money for spending your fun. And then, you know, do the rest later versus like, if you just, you know, give yourself something that's left over and there's nothing left over, you're more likely to do those bad habits with the money that you really care about. So that's interesting. Having that mm. separate account for experimentation, strategy development, or just to be like a, like a hall pass, just to be like a wild boy or a wild girl for a little bit and, and be reckless in something that's not going to, yeah. damage your bigger picture yeah, and yeah. We're, we're not advising you break your rules but if you're if you're gonna do it like a, a rage room if you're gonna go out and riot and destroy stuff right do it in a controlled environment i guess i, I guess that's better yeah absolutely and i think to to kind of uh, something we need to touch on is there might be some people that are really really new to trading watching this and you need to understand that there is a element of protection of your capital by having it in diversified account, just the same way that you would have it in different banks. You know, if you had a million pound in your bank account, you probably wouldn't want it in your one bank, split it over three banks. That's just sensible. It's sensible to do that. Now, with all the apps available at the moment, so you can get Robinhood or Trading212 and all these kind of uh, brokerage accounts will allow you to buy stocks. They, will, they may allow you to invest in index funds. They may allow you to trade Forex in one account. And that's what I wouldn't recommend. Um, I would advise that you have separate accounts for separate investing and speculation strategies so um many of you guys know already that i put the bulk of my capital allocation into passive and then i have a physical separate account for buying stocks and then i have a physical trading account that might be 30 percent of the entire liquidity in a forex trading account and then i've got a small allocation that i can just take on punts like buy bitcoin or a crypto that isn't linked to my forex trading account that's really important you understand that because with many of the apps and everything now you can just do everything in one you can have access to all different instruments and investments in one and uh i just need you to understand it's very wise to kind of separate that out keep your trading for your trading so i know we're talking about kind of multiple accounts but we're we're specifically talking about trading accounts forex really um that's that's kind of where this this episode spun off of but i thought as I, as we was talking i thought wow i wonder how many people have actually doing everything in one account that's we're just going to assume that you've got separate accounts for different strategies uh more story about that is too but a cool chris had a good question on chat here he said going back to the separate account for strategy development or, or you know breaking your rules he said uh wouldn't that cause you to break your rules in your main account and also create a bad habit? I'm curious on what, what you think of that, Jason. Wouldn't that cause you to break your rules in your main account and create a bad habit? Um, potentially, you know, I, I would, my, my argument would be this. If you are breaking your rules, um, that's on you. You're not ready to manage 
uh, one account, let alone two accounts. So that's more of a self-reflection thing. And if it's complexity and lack of focus that's causing you to break your rules, then go back to one account. You know, get get right, uh, get get good at trading one strategy you're comfortable with on one market, you know, and prove to yourself that you can do that on one account before you even think about managing other accounts that would that would be my answer to that question yeah like i i look at it as being like and you can see this in, in so many aspects of life like doing anything cold turkey is is really hard like i i've tried so many times to do like cold turkey diets where it's like i'm cutting out all sugar and all yeah. treats and whatnot and what happens is you, you you typically start off well for a little bit and then like those urges come and they get greater and greater and greater. And eventually you give in. And before you know it, you're passed out on the couch with you know, a whole box of Oreos and crumbs all over the place. And your, your wife is yelling at you. And I mean, I, from a friend, a friend told me. This yeah, yeah. Apparently that happens. Apparently that happens. <laughs> uh, but, the, the, but the fact is, if, if you do something like that, like we, we have those natural urges, right? We have to have release and, and many aspects of life, whether it's buying something, whether it's going on vacation, for some people it's gambling. And if we can fulfill those urges somehow, it stops us from them becoming damaging in other places, right? Yeah. So I don't think necessarily, and again, it goes back to being disciplined, like you said, if we have a separate account, we're allowed to break our rules. I don't think that necessarily is going to encourage us to break our rules in our bigger account. Because in, in most cases, when you break your rules, you're gonna lose. Right? Yeah. You're not going to win. You're going to lose. And then you're like, Oof, glad I did that in the mini account versus the big one. Yeah. But it's just like a diet, right? You could be on a diet, but you could be allowed to have a dessert, right? You can be allowed to have a treat. Maybe you have a cheat day. A lot of people do. Yeah. Um, and when you have that cheat day, it actually makes you stronger in doing your other stuff. I was speaking to Jason about this earlier before the show where, you know, I told him I had a big steak last night. Um, I haven't eaten red meat in a long time, right? Um, and my stomach hurt. And now it's reminded me of like, hey, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to do this again. Um, and 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 I'm glad I, I'm glad I only had a little bit instead of a, a massive amount because you know maybe I'd be down for today. Um, mm. So I I do think it can roll over, but I think it goes back to your discipline. It's only going to roll over if you allow it to. Yeah. It's only going to roll. I mean, if if you want to make if you're going to commit bad habits, you're going to convince yourself to do them regardless. Absolutely right. So if if you can make bad habits in your small account. And then you convince yourself to do it in your large account. I think that's on you. And I don't think it makes it that much easier. I think that's just on you for using it as an excuse yeah. to do so. Yeah. Great points. Great discussion. Um, let us know in the comments if you have separate trading accounts and how you use it, what your purpose is for having separate trading accounts, how it's helped you, how it's hindered you in the past. If you've gone back to one account, um, let us know your strategies, help each other uh, understand kind of the opportunities and possibilities out there from your learnings as well. So you can help the community grow. And uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great way to round it off. Ultimately, there are pros and cons to everything. And it's taking the time to weigh it up with what your, you know, what your mission is, what your um, motivation is, what your agenda is, your objective. And if it suits that and aligns with that, great. But if not, then don't worry about it. You know, just keep one account um, and carry on.
Yeah, I got one more thing before we leave, and this goes off of your your last point. So I, I was a victim of someone that was um, had a, a an account that was scammed. Right. right. So early on in my trading career, I had a trading account. Um, yeah. I had money into it, and I, I woke up to the the harsh news one day that um, all of the money was gone and wow. lost everything. This is, and it sucks because this is when I first started getting good at trading. Like I hit my groove and I'm like, I'm making money hand over fist and then all gone after that. And fortunately it wasn't a massive amount of money. It was at the time, but it wasn't like a, you know, a life changing amount of money, but it goes back to your point where you always just want to have protection. Like you, like in these days, I think it's a lot less likely to happen than it was 10, 15 years ago. Um, but you never know. You yeah. never want to have all your eggs in one basket. So when you get to a certain level and that level is going to be different for each person, um, I don't think you should keep all your money in no. the same account, right? No. You should cap it off, move it somewhere else. God forbid that situation happens where you get that phone call or you read the headlines. And it's like, Hey, this account is gone. Yep. But if it does, right, you still have a chip in the chair. You can still say like, Hey, I'll pull from this other account. It sucks that I went backwards, but I can, I still have a place in the game. Versus being someone that's completely out there on the street, you have no, maybe no job because you quit everything. Now you have no funds and it's like, what do you do? So I, I, I'm a big believer in that extra level of protection. And again, yeah. uh, you know, that what level that is, it's up to you, but there should be a level where you grow your account, your, your account so much that you start siphoning it off into other places yeah. or even a separate account just to have that a little bit of diversity in there. Absolutely. And, and going back. Back to what I said about capital partitioning, a lot of that is to do with that. So if you grow your account beyond a hundred grand, you might want to siphon off some of that into another account, but keep trading as if the money was still there because it's still your system. Yeah. So you want go and check out capital partitioning. Um, if you've got any other questions or you want to input anything else, the chat's been great today. You guys are really yes. uh, engaged. And by the way, demo trader, hats off to you, man. You you've won the medal today for the for the most engagement <laughs> in the chat. Appreciate you being he's, here. He's drunk the most coffee today. He's <laughs> he had a coffee and coffee a drinker of the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, that's it for today. If you enjoy this, let us know. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you get notified when we schedule these other topical discussions in. And until next time, take care. Have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you then. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, subscribe to the Trader Coffee Break channel. We go live on Wednesdays, 10 a.m. New York, 3 p.m. UK, talking about the subjects that, well, really you don't hear a lot about over the internet. We do it in a nice laid back fashion. We have the chat open so you guys can join as well, ask questions, and lend your opinions. YouTube search the Trader Coffee Break with Jason Greystone and myself, Akil Stokes, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.